let's talk about um, construction, shall we? Because uh, we got a lot of housing announcements. We've got nothing but big housing announcements. Sean Fraser, uh, he's a good talker. He speaks well, they tell us. And he's out there speaking, announcing things. They're gonna get, after eight years, they're going to get the housing built. They've got the message right. But we've had all these things about housing and what we're going to get done when the governments darn well know we are not going to get this done anytime soon. I mean, the announcements are great, but we actually need people to build them. And we have lost major uh, construction because of labor shortages. It's a massive, massive problem. Um, but you don't even need to, to hear all the pointy-headed reports. Like, forget the university, all this stuff. You just have to go to the construction zones to talk to who's doing the building, and they will tell you construction's grinding to a halt, which is not the kind of news we want. Ron Butler of Butler Mortgage joining us now. Ron, been a while. Great to have you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, you know, I kind of watch you, and I say, well, what's Ron got to say about this? But we have had this flurry of announcements, and, and the headlines are great, but, I mean, this is what people get sucked into. We just don't get what what is you know promised. And so when when I read you and you say, well, construction's grinding to a halt, what are you seeing? Well, really important to understand that anything that Sean Fraser announces has to do with some sort of subsidized housing, some sort of housing that's government related. Uh, it's not housing that anybody could buy, go out and buy. That's that's not. Would that include this wartime housing? The wartime housing thing, we gotta we got to watch to see what that is. I oh. mean, it's an interesting announcement. I know the guy who developed the concept, but, you know, it, the devil's in the details. I mean, you know, if you run something out and everybody says, no, we don't want that, then, you know, that may not work either. The, the, the idea is good. Anything to speed up the darn permitting process in Ontario would be fantastic. It's the slowest permitting in North America. So, yeah, uh, we'd, we'd love to get something speeded up. But the reality is that construction is slowing, and it's just based on financing, essentially. There is a labor shortage. There will be a growing labor shortage. But at these financing costs, and, and the lenders are, are wary about uh, lending on brand-new developments right now, and it's just, it's just slowing down quickly. Because I think, you know, you see the, the towers, you see all the yards, and God knows construction is the bane of everyone's existence because you can't drive anywhere. I think people think that stuff is being built. Well, stuff's being completed, you know, and, and even then uh, you can drive around the outskirts of the GTA and you'll see condo buildings that are just nothing happens on the site. There's like weeds growing up, slowly dying in the winter, but there were tall weeds there because financing just went awry at the end. I mean, people didn't people couldn't relate to the extreme growth in pricing for materials uh it just it just grew dramatically for the last two years and eventually some of those the, the smaller developers just couldn't finish but you will see most of the towers finish absolutely they will but you're not going to see towers starting you haven't seen towers starting for the last six months because mm -hmm. sales offices opened and nobody showed up <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody bought the suites yeah, but but you know you get a huge um, kind of massive project like at Young and Bloor where they're putting like the world's tallest whatever building it, and even that with really big backers is no guarantee. It, it should probably finish. There's going to be enormous delays at One Bloor, but it should probably finish. Not quite sure in, in you know in what decade. Have all, no, yeah, yeah, not sure. I'm not sure how many stories in the end. It's it's unknown, but it should eventually finish. But we here's the problem. Uh, new construction, like new sales offices, if you look at single family or townhouse sales offices, 
they just they just shut the doors. They just said, no, we'll, we'll come back next year or the year after or whatever. We're, you know, we're not doing it right now. Okay. So we've got a number of, of crises kind of, there's a lot of tentacles to this. We've got the labor shortage. It's going to take a while to fill that in. But if you're seeing all these projects getting canceled and you've got developers waiting for better market conditions, which, you know, they're going to wait for pricing to come down, inflation, all these things. Okay. Things that they've stopped building now means they'll have to be either not built at all or they're pushed into, let's say, six months down the road, which means then you can't get construction crews for all this other construction we're being told will get built. Absolutely. And it might even be worse than that. We took a look at a graph that came out yesterday, and 44% of all new Canadians, uh, all that because that's not slowing down. I mean, we're, we're still going to have half a million permanent residents come in. We're still going to have um, you know a, a large cadre of uh temporary workers and international students come in next year. And the reality is that there's not, there's going to be less homes started for more people coming. I mean, it's, 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 and 44% of them of all these people come to Ontario. Like it's just incredible. Yeah. And again, people seem to be caught off guard despite a lot of warnings. And then, you know, I think the concern, if you're looking to get into the market or buying, if you're in that office, I, th- I think most, they'll say, bye, bye, bye. This is a great opportunity because you want to get into the ground. But the fear has to be, if I put my money down on this, A, is it going to be built on time? Uh, they're never on time. Uh, but also, what if you buy it? And oh, yeah, we had to take a few floors off. Then you're not buying what you thought you were buying, right? Oh, there, there's there's going to be all these growing issues. You're quite correct. All these growing issues. But probably the most frightening thing right now is the pauses in the projects, the, the closed sales offices mm-hmm. in the face of hundreds of thousands of people coming next year uh, and the year after. So how does that work out? We're in a housing crisis yeah. and now we're going to build less housing. Just can I, can I ask you like an industry insider thing? Like when you set up one of those sales offices, it's generally because you've already sold or you know or you've speculated of what you're going to sell, right? Well, you've, you've, you've hoped that that's why the, the first offices to close were the single family and townhouse co- yeah. offices. Yeah. Some of those closed last year. Some of the, just yeah. said, the, the, the owners, the developers just said, no, no, forget it. We're not even going into phase two or phase three or phase four. We're going to wait. Now, on the condo towers, a number of them have opened because people committed, sales offices opened. People committed to building the tower. They, they got their permits. And then when they opened the sales office, the sell-through was only about 12%, 22 22%, 28%. got to get to 75% before you can even start. I think people just want their expectations measured, Ron. People just at this point want a bit of honesty. And I think that would take some of the anger uh, or the stress out, but it, they, it's not even that, right? I mean, you listen to the banks, they're saying 2024 is going to be a very, very tough start. I don't know what it's going to look like, assuming nothing else goes wrong in the world. We're hoping that nothing else goes wrong. But again, there's so much uncertainty. It's really hard to say what we're heading into. Well, we had a big announcement in the U.S. yesterday that interest that the U.S. was finished with raising interest rates. The U.S. Fed, go, Fed chairman said no more raises, probably going to be cuts next year, mm. which is great news to people renewing their mortgages. That's great news. But uh, at the end of the day, it's going to happen slowly. Mm-hmm. And the other bad news is, when the uh, U.S. Fed chairman says he's going to reduce rates, mm-hmm. that's, be- that's because he knows the economy is going to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I'm sure in an election year, everyone, everyone certainly in the U.S. And, and, and here, too, it's all going to be good news. Good news, good announcements, everything. And it's like, well, OK, let's parse the uh, let's get through that fine print. 
Exactly. Uh, Ron, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. I don't speak with you again. Uh, thank you for everything. Merry Christmas to you and um, better times in 2024. Better times. Let's cross our fingers, toes, everything. Better times in 24. Thanks right. so much, Alex. All Take right. Care. Cheers. Ron Butler joining us here today.